and there came a day. A day unlike... Wait. No, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks and... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsior, oh, damn it. Welcome to episode 51 of Panelology. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. I'm Brian. I'm Mike. How's it going, guys? Okay for three of us. (laughs) Shut up. Jen took a weird flower distribution route down the stairs. We had a dog stair ankle flower incident. (laughs) I found out I am not a gymnast. I mean, that was what the the nail in the coffin for that would be? Yeah. Okay. It was heartbreaking. I'm sorry. It was (laughs) On the bright side, you can finally get that pommel horse out of your garage. It's true. Thank God. And that trampoline I keep almost killing myself on. Yeah, yeah this was a good day. It was a good weekend. So. so we might be low energy because after actually the most efficient emergency room visit I've ever been part of, in and out of there in like an hour and a half, which is wow. unbelievable on, yeah. on a Saturday. Yeah. Now, I had the most efficient DMV experience of maybe anyone's life in the entire multiverse. You I was didn't actually in, have to go there? <laughs> well, no, I did. <laughs> I had to renew my license, and I had to I, – I, I renewed my license last, like, two months before you had to go in with all the oh, paperwork right, yes. proving the first time uh-huh. to be able to renew online after that. Uh, so I had to go through that whole thing. I was out in, in and out in nine minutes. Wow. Wow. It was – That's ridiculous. Yeah. So Thursday morning is apparently the time to go. Thursday morning. 9 a.m. on a Thursday. Saturday on during a spring break uh, week is the time to go to the emergency room. Unless yeah. you live at the beach, I uh, imagine. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's their problem. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But Hasselhoff is gone bad, so we're fine. No, instead now we have... Uh, who's in Who's in the Baywatch? Oh, it's The Rock. Mm-hmm. Yes. And... Zach Efron. I don't care about the dudes. Oh, okay. That one mm-hmm. chick that's in that is holy Moses. Alexandra Daddario. Was that the oh. one? It's yes. not the one that's supposed to be the hot one. It's the one. The one who was on True Detective? Yeah. Yes. Alexandra Daddario. Jesus God almighty. <laughs> she is beautiful. Her eyes. Yeah. I haven't made it there yet. I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Dort. <laughs> Really, one of the hosts of a comic book podcast is a dork. Shocking. Only one, though. Shocking. Only one. But that's why he's retiring. So <laughs> I, I don't think you know what that means. Oh. <coughs> oh, God. I think we're all sick, too. So And then we stayed up all night playing get board games, so we're probably lower energy and just ready to get this well, and it's, with. it's Atlanta yeah. where, you know, I, I, they tell you a high pollen count is 100 in Atlanta. It's like, you know. 4,000, yeah. Yeah, it's like, they don't even have a scale for it. They just say, it just goes to, like, orange, and then you're fucked. (laughs) You look at the uh, pollen count on the Weather Channel, and just says, tilt. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag ERR. (laughs) And yet, somehow, I still can't grow grass in my yard, so I don't understand that. I need, like, grass bees or something. Do they make grass bees? (laughs) I'm sure they make grass bees. Cross-pollinating grass bees? Probably in Colorado. (laughs) 
Yes, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, That's like Buzz. <laughs> buzz. <sighs> You're really harsh in my hive. <laughs> Some of that sticky honey. There's a reason mm. that Georgia Tech mascot is called Buzz. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because you'd have to be high to go there. No. <laughs> All right, so well, that okay. was fun. That yes. was a fun little, fun little riff, guys. Good job. High energy, high energy. No, high anxiety. Obergruppen <laughs> Fiera. No, that's a different Mel Brooks movie. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Batman, <gasps> the Redeemer. The Redeemer. <laughs> Holy shit, Tom Welcome King! Welcome back, Tom King. Tom yeah. King, I am the Redeemer. <laughs> he took a squiggly line way to to get here, but I really dig like this issue a lot so i thought he tied a lot of the elements back into oh, it and clearly mm-hmm. and uh just you know he didn't quite out frank miller batman frank miller on batman but he came close to it with the with the headbutts thing so that, that was, was pretty cool <laughs> that's pretty nice. there's some just uh, there's about three just gorgeous full page panels in this Oh yeah, that like, are like oh, I was like, I need that as a poster. Yes. I need that as a poster where he headbutts Bane. I yeah, was like, that's one. I'd fucking yeah. need that one. <laughs> There's one I where Bane's me. punching him, and it's just a big fist, and it's like, yeah. oh, yes. Mike went to show me the page where Batman is headbutting Bane, and he covered up the word balloon like like that was going to give something away. <laughs> I did. Just, it literally just says. I am Batman. I didn't want to. I didn't what? want him to take away the emotional impact of him saying that. Okay. So, but it, 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 when you're reading the story, that in context, and you know, in context, is very different than just him saying, "I am Batman." I'm Batman. Right, but I don't think yeah. it needed to be covered yeah, up. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> but you forgot. It was his Rorschach moment. To be honest, he was like, "Yeah, you guys got it all wrong." I know you're Bane. I'm Batman. Whoosh! It was great. So I loved it. And then at, at the end, and then, I, you know, normally I'm on writers about Jesus Christ. We know fucking Batman's origin story now. It's only been 100 years. But that was. But it was good because it was like Bruce's mom or whatever was like, you're not doing it for us. You're doing it for this other reason. And I was like, fuck, yes. This is that great. reminded me a lot of uh, the Neil Gaiman. Whatever happened to the Cape Crusader? Yes. Yeah, yeah. his motivations. I was like, all right, if you're going to do something different with it. so I, And I like it because Tom King was like, he's not this brooding pussy. He's he's a fucking badass. And I think he's kind of bringing it back to mm-hmm. that whole thing. Yeah. So I dug it. Yeah, that like, if, it, you know, people say his superpower is he's rich or his superpower is, you know, his super intelligent. I, just his unwilling, his rockiness, his unwillingness to give up is definitely yes. he does not part stop. of that. Yeah. He can't. He, he won't go down. And he's doing yeah. all of this for Gotham Girl. Yeah, yeah. so Batman's that somebody will live. Rick Astley-ness. <laughs> wow. Bruce yeah. rolled. Yeah. Anyway, um, I dug it. I did too. Speaking of Batman origins, can I can I aside for a moment? Has everyone seen Riverdale this week? No, not this week's. Oh, so you can't aside now. <laughs> you can inside can. now. Well, there's there's a moment with a string of pearls. Oh, oh, and I'm just like, well, I don't think you can talk about Riverdale and a string of pearls at the same time. No, you're you're thinking of a sticky maple. (laughs) (laughs) Although there is some sticky maple in this episode. (gasps) We're going to watch Riverdale like immediately. (laughs) Way behind. (laughs) We're not. We're one. Is that it? Yeah. All right, great. Uh, There's a moment with a string of pearls. I'm just like, well, someone's Batman now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. (sighs) 
Oh my. I mean, in context, that's not not at all how it plays, but I can't see pearls hitting the ground without thinking without of think- okay. Well, of course you yeah. can't. Right. Yeah. Pearl necklaces will forever remind me of Batman now. <laughs> not me, but okay. And Martha. And somehow Catwoman. <laughs> yes. And therefore Top Cat. Oh, God. This is a rabbit hole. I don't want to continue down. Then let's go to Flintstones. Okay. Aww. Aww. What a mean, spiteful issue this was. <laughs> I loved it. Just for, for no reason other than to be mean and spiteful. What was this issue about? Uh, an <laughs> yes. appliance died. Uh, yes. Okay, but normally each book has a theme. What, what was the theme of this issue? I Fucking remember. nothing is oh. what you're looking for. <laughs> there were a couple of plots going on. Yeah. I think he was just angry. I think he was just like really, really, really angry did, at Donald Trump. It did feel like that. Right? He was just really angry at Donald Trump. And then just to be spiteful, he killed an appliance. Because you can't have nice things. Well, it's really, yeah, I kind of felt like there's consequences to your actions and you need to look further than just what the immediate results are. So the appliances attempt to <laughs> live a secret life cost it its life. Yeah, it did. And in a lot of ways, I think... stayed in the closet. I think this is the first issue that, rather no. than being completely self-contained is pulling back from beats that were set up throughout the series before. So it's a weird issue in that regard. But... What, do we have two more? We have two more. And I think that maybe like, you joke about he's mad because the series is coming to an end, but I actually think it has something to do with the series is coming to an end and he's he's got a... At least feels obligated to give this world some sense of closure. Well, if anything, this appliance represented innocence, and he slaughtered innocence in this issue. So th- there will be repercussions. I think that was yeah. what I was getting out of it. He was setting up what's going to happen in the next two. And it's not going to end well for the Flintstones. Probably not. But uh, probably not. I don't know that I ever really expected it. No, to. probably not. I, no. I mean, what's the end game win there? Either. No, he has to teach us a keep, lesson. So well, the lesson will be that if you keep on these shallow ways, it's going to end poorly for you. Well, but there's no, I mean, there are two options. There's, well, three options. There's, they go back and they give into nostalgia and nothing good comes of that. Right. There's, they find a magical way forward, which is not realistic and can't be quick. Which leaves, I think, almost the way it has to go. They just keep living the way they are, and in some way, that's the most tragic outcome possible. Maybe. Oh, hmm. yeah. There's not a comment on society, is it? <laughs> right. No, so, not at all. I mean, I'm, I'm eager to see it, but yeah. I, this one just felt mean. And I think it kind of was. I think that was part of the purpose of it. Life's mean. Like, I think he created the right the happy alliance because he didn't want to kill Dino, who has been absent. For a few issues, by the way. Well, is he still tied up in the closet? <laughs> I mean, Fred and Wilma found him. I hope they untied him. <laughs> I did love Wilma's story throughout yes. this one. That was really good. Liked it. The art. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Them finding the art in the back in the trash and, mm-hmm. and digging it. So that was cool. Yeah. Jazzy. And the oh, lizard people those, saga is still going those on. Assholes. The jazz hands. So the lizard people are clearly <laughs> us, though. They're the they're the more human shapes. 
Like they're not over overly blown, huge, giant muscle people. They just look like normal people. Well, not all, of, not all of the bedrock people are. Yeah, most of them are. Well, like the ones who were on the picnic weren't. I mean, they're just normal. Yeah. See, I just take the lizard people to be yeah. generally other. Uh, yeah, anyone yeah. anyone not us. Right. Yeah. Like, we'll see, I guess. As opposed to, say, on dinosaurs where when they refer to animals, they are talking about humans. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And what the fuck do they want the ferns for? <laughs> just waiting like to learn ferns. that they haven't figured out ferns die. <laughs> Well, I, I, yeah, that to me was that's just a representation of the things that we put value in that yeah. for no reason because they're just stupid. Oh no, I got it. Yeah. I think it's a long, long joke to an earnest uh, joke. <laughs> know what I mean, Fern? <laughs> so we'll see what that happens if that happens or not. I hope it does. Now, congratulations uh, I, to the I, three I, people in our audience. I got that. Joke. <laughs> Nothing like classic Jim Varney humor. On the bright side. It really isn't, though. That means 100% of our audience got the joke. (laughs) (laughs) Aww. Zing. (laughs) Uh, We're self-deprecating. We're just like Flintstones. (laughs) How about some Superman? Mm. Oh. This was a good, good issue. It was good. Thank God. We're done with the trash. I mean, sorry, the other stuff. <laughs> the other stuff wasn't trash. It just wasn't great. It feels like it derailed the story for... No, but we're definitely at a place... Little payoff. Where, I mean, it, there were consequences, and it changed yeah. this thing. But this was a return to Tomasi's yeah. Superman, and I loved it. Yes. So, and the mysterious dark cow. How did you oh feel about the changes that were in place, but they kind of weren't changed? You know what I mean? Like, Tomasi ignoring basically that, that whole event. Saying, well, we'll figure it out. No, well, they're the Clarks now instead of the Smiths. Right. Yeah, they are. You could tell in the art, though, that, that it's not being ignored. It's just like people are ruminating on what, what all happened. No, but I, and you can see Lois has kind of been like. Distant why is, a little. Well, everything was addressed to Mrs. Kent, and the farmer says Mrs. Kent. Yeah. And you can tell that was starting to wear on her a bit. Yeah. And it's like, I'm fucking Lois Lane, bitches. So. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's good. But I, I, I love Tomasi. I, I think so. that's it. Is I think they all realize, okay, things have changed. We don't know what they are completely, and we don't know how to take it. And but yeah. we're getting back to the farmer and the cow. So I'm so excited. Yes, oh. finally, Jesus. Yes, the farmer and the cowman can be friends. <laughs> I may have to do a flyby when when that issue resolves itself. <laughs> figure out what the cow and the and the and the farmer are. Yeah, I like the uh, show up for like five minutes. And be like, that's fucking awesome. Back. I like the uh, the. The guest stars. Yeah. You mean Batman and Damien? Yeah. yeah. Okay, well. Okay. Well, I was about, I, I wanted to comment on... It is interesting to me that there is such a thin line between this book and Super Sons, yeah. in a way, yeah. content-wise. Mm-hmm. I guess the only real difference is this focuses more on the parents, and right. Super Sons is just the kids, yeah. essentially. Mm-hmm. I like how they were sitting in the shadows, brooding in the barn, and, and Lois is like, this is not how we do it in the country. Yeah. I made him come inside and eat a meal. Yeah. <laughs> Batman doesn't, yeah. Batman doesn't yeah. eat pie. <laughs> he was just sitting there with his uneaten pie. Great. Like, fuck that. Bruce would eat that pie. Come on. Tell me eat that pie. Can't tell me that Alfred doesn't make pie. Alfred makes pie. Yes. Makes a mean panini. It's established by Grant right. Morrison. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not to yes. mention his cucumber sandwiches. And don't let him find out if you don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hang your sons. <laughs> it was probably Alfred. 
It wasn't Bane this whole time. It was just Alfred hanging his sons. He's like, oh, cucumber. You don't like cucumber sandwiches? <laughs> Get on the hook. <laughs> Get on the hook. You, you've read the Batman black and white story that is all about how... Uh, oh, no. It's actually in... It's in Cape Crusader. I'm sorry. It's in whatever happened to the Cape Crusader. Uh, There's a part of it that is Alfred talking about Bruce's death. And he admits to like having always paid actor friends to play villains. So really Alfred was behind it the whole time. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. What? What? Does anybody else hear that noise? No? Like a low grumbling, rumbling noise? I think it's... Is it, is it the rapture? Could be. Uh, we're also we would here. never know. We would never know. Nor would our audience. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. All right. I'm just curious. Uh, speaking of being swept away, Black Cloud? Okay. Were we done with Superman? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah it was good. Thank good. God. Thank God. Good book. Okay, Black Cloud. We read Black Cloud. I read Black Cloud. I think we I all did. We all read Black Cloud. Black Cloud. Oh, it was interesting. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to need to read another issue to know. <laughs> yes, because... Oh, I don't fucking know what's going on. This book's kind of weird. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, this is definitely going to be a trade book for me in the way that oh, I, yeah, Jonathan Hickman books are trade books yeah. for me. Um, it's not Jonathan Hickman writing. It's Jason Latour. Right. But it's... Like, a month from now, I'm not going to remember what's happened in this issue. Uh, yes. Well, I'm not sure that I know what happened in this issue right well, now. So. No, I know I don't know now. <laughs> I'm also not going to remember a month from now. This is going to definitely be a trade book for me. Yeah, that's pretty fair. I liked it. Like, I well, think. The, what you do get out of it is like, okay, this whatever's going on, I have no idea what it is. But it seems like it's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right? Yes. I'm like, I should probably really like this, but I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yes. Hey, speaking of weird shit, um, Bulletstorm. Did you ever play the video game Bulletstorm oh, or hear gosh. about this? It was like supposed to be the next Doom or whatever, yeah. and it was really good. Rick Remender. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had no idea until yeah. this week that he had written, I guess, the plot and story for yeah. Bulletstorm. Oh, so wow. now I'm like, oh, fuck. Now I have now to go get this it. thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Just to see it. You read that Uncanny X Force trade yet? I have started it a couple of times. Okay. <laughs> Do you just need to give up? It's um, no. Okay. There's very, very few Marvel books and mutant I books that I dig. I you know, it. you got me with Hawkeye, so let's let's just be okay with that. Okay. I can live <laughs> and with Vision. That. You see where Vision was uh, like being taught in schools? Uh, did you see where it was? Tom King was saying that they're including yeah. it as, as one of the classes. So That's nominated for a Hugo awesome. and nominated for a Hugo. It should. It, it it's should. a pantheon it's book. So oh, damn yeah. good. Yeah. So not to Release distract. Release a big hardcover. Yeah. Marvel. It's, it's coming. It's got to be. Yeah. I want that. I Hard for vision. Um, <laughs> Oh, let's do it. So, <laughs> let's get that trending. Hashtag, hashtag. hard for vision. <laughs> yes, we're going to start that this week. <laughs> so Black Cloud, right as best as I can describe it, is about a woman who can jump between realities and has some amount of control over at least one other reality. She's a dream dealer. She deals in dreams. Yeah. But she returned to that one. That's what threw me off is that she went right back to that same one where they just ran to get out of it. And I was like, oh, 
Why do they? So she can only go back to that one. She spoke of well, it reads like that's where she's from. Yeah, but didn't yeah. she speak of like multi, you know, dreams or multi yeah. dimensions well, didn't she or pull whatever? That same guy back into that. Yeah, one? Well, I think yeah, because the so mayor, mayor yeah. wanted right. the son to go back to. So maybe it's yeah. him yeah, till the maybe. election. Yeah, right. till the election was over. <laughs> <coughs> and then abandoned him right at the end. So that's good. Good stuff. I, yeah, I kind of need one more, but I guess might as well wait for the trade at this point on it. Are you going to get one more floppy? I was going to get one more, yeah. yeah, to see if I wanted the trade. Okay, fair enough. I think it's definitely worth going. I just yeah. got to cut anyway, and I know I'm going to like it in trade. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this might, this very well might be one that I, I mean, I'll get the floppies, but I may just hold them until, until I get <laughs> the whole trades worth. Burns gonna hold his floppies. Is that what you're laughing at? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what he's laughing at. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hashtag hard provision. <laughs> <laughs> Clever segue from Mike from Brian's floppies into Rock Candy Mountain. Oh, okay, <laughs> I think I'm the only one who read this, right? I think you are. Yes. You are. So what is this? It. You guys have heard the song, right? Nope. Nope. Hard Rock Candy Mountain. Nope. Really? Mm, yes. How old are all you? I'm old enough not to know what the fuck Rock Candy Mountain is. Okay, well, it's... What is it? It's an old hobo tune. Oh. About... Oh. You call me I, old or a you hobo? Know, no, I know what... I, I know why. I it's because it's it's I, I skipped my hobo face. Oh. <laughs> See, everyone's got to have their good hobo face to know this song. I just stopped at ho. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never made it to bow face, so... Yeah. It, it's a, it's a weird... Hobo. It's a weird transition, oh honestly. God. I don't know why I just thought of this, but oh. now, now I have the word hobro stuck in my Hobros. <laughs> oh, my God. TM, 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 TM. TM, 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 TM. Is that the yeah. hipsters who choose to, like... Yes. Yes, hobo. Bros. I love it. Down. We're down with that. Right in the rails and the co Whoa. Oh, my. Uh. Hobros. Uh. With their yeah. golden Hobros. spike. Yeah, Hobros. All right, TM, 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 TM. Love it. Um, so this was about hobos. It's about riding the rails and finding that, that idealistic place, Rock Candy Mountain, where... Hobos are free to be hobos. (laughs) Like, where they can just lounge around all day and not have to worry about shit. Just be themselves and take a break from the hard, stressful life of doing nothing. Hoboing. Yeah. Hoboing. Yeah. Hoboing. Um, But this book. Let's get back to Bowen. This this book is about a guy, an actual hobo named Jackson. Um,. I guess he's got like a magic book or something that's actually telling him the way to get to Rock Candy Mountain. And it's so weird. It started out a scene with Satan beating the shit out of some guys. So I was really weirded out at first. What the fuck is this book about? Hobos. And more importantly, does John Hodgman know it exists? I mean, he needs to. The Hobo War. It's really good. (laughs) And I would get this book like... If you're in any way interested in that kind of history Satanic or whatever. Satanic hobos. Satanic hobos, yeah. No, if you're in any way interested in hobo history or whatever, it, it has some beautiful, beautiful backup cool. in it. Where the dude like cites all these different peer-reviewed articles and all, all this shit. <laughs> it's so cool. It was so cool. Just I don't hobo know. Wakanda? I don't... What's going on here? <laughs> no, no, no. The book itself is not serious. My but the backup matter okay. was. The backup matter. Yeah. And it gave you, like, history on the song itself. 
Okay. Okay. Another good, good hobo toys. I will take a peek that at this now. You really should. Cool. You should. There are some moments that are like, that was stupid. But overall, it was a good book. Cool. All right. Let's go to Eleanor and the Egret. No regrets. <laughs> that, that was actually my problem on Wednesday. I went to the comic shop and they'd been shorted by Diamond and they, they actually had no regrets. Serious? No regrets? Yeah, I had to go to Dr. No's later. What an interesting book this was. I'm trying to live my life, my life with no egrets. Yes. <laughs> yes. I got no egrets, though. No Sorry. What's this book about, guys? Uh, Who bought it? A woman it? finds and befriends a an egret, and then they steal art together. Uh, yep. Later on, the the inspector responsible for figuring out who stole the art and how goes by a pet shop near the museum to uh, identify a feather that was found at the scene. And lo and behold, who works there but Eleanor, who misidentifies the feather to send him off her trail, <laughs> but not before he decides that he is very attracted to her and is going to keep after her for that reason. Uh, then, spoilers, the egret eats the art that they stole. And not in a chomping way, but in a whole way. Yeah, like... Swallows the painting whole. He is distended in a painting shape. Yes. There at the end. Um, I, yeah. Mm. I'm gonna, I think I'm okay that I didn't pick this book up. <laughs> it's interesting, but it is a art artsy book. It's an I think I'm book. okay that I didn't pick this book up. <laughs> I think it may take a couple of issues to kind of get there with the story and set things up and get perhaps, going. Perhaps. Um, and I mean, I th- we only were, in- I was only interested in this is because Sam Keith was involved in it. Whereas I was interested because John Lehman was writing and I love Chew. And this is not Chew. This is not <laughs> this Chew is at all. This is not Chew at all. I think this is Because even the Egret doesn't Chew. Just <laughs> swallows <laughs> this is consciously, I think, not chew. Yeah, I would think so. Um, I don't know. It's, it's definitely going to be something I at least pick up and trade. I may give it another issue or two just to sort of see where it goes. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot that works here. I think there's a lot that is weird. And clearly from your reaction and your reaction is maybe off-putting. It's just- Do you get it? Oh. Yeah, yeah, that was very off-putting. Yeah, that's not engaging. The, I wasn't put off by it. I was, I was fine until they had the whole Le Cat Noir. Who uh, gets this reference? Uh, 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 in an actual like thought bubble. Yeah. Come on, come on. Don't like. Yeah, we do. We do get it. It's one of the most popular images. Period. We get it. Night pussy. <laughs> <laughs> very famous. Very famous painting, especially with hobos. Yeah, French hobos though. French hobos, French yeah, frobos, if you will. <laughs> Le hobo, Le beau. Le beau it's, it, No, it's it's hobo. B e a u. Le boem, hobox. La boem and the night pussy. 
You ever seen Big Red One? Have you ever seen this war movie? It's like one of my favorite war movies. And the, these Americans come up against this French pregnant, very, very pregnant French woman. And they get her inside the tank and they're trying to get her to deliver the baby. And they're like, what the, what, what's French for push? He's like, I don't know. Pussy, pussy. <laughs> the woman's just looking at him like they're idiots. It's so funny. Oh, God. I need to watch that. Mark Hamill yes. is in this movie. Really, really young Mark Hamill. Huh. Did you guys see this week they put out a uh, bad lip reading of yeah, I'm not episode that. 7? Yeah, I'm not watching that. Mark Hamill voices yeah, I know, I'm not Han Solo. That. Yeah, no. Huh. I'm not watching that. Oh, no. Nope. Well. I can't, because I won't be able to unsee that when I watch the regular films. I'm not going to ruin the regular film for me. <laughs> I can't do it. Fair enough. I'm not going to do it. He does a pretty good Han Solo. I'm sure he does. He yeah. does a fantastic Han Solo. He does the best, um, what's his name? Joker? No. Yes. <laughs> Who plays Han Solo? My brain just went. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Yeah, he does the best Harrison Ford impressions I've ever yeah. heard, ever. Yeah. It's because he comes from a place of spite and jealousy. <laughs> I doubt that. No. No, it does. <laughs> I, no, I, no, I doubt that. No. Spite, maybe. <laughs> um, but Not yeah. I watch that, but... I have seen it like it's it's tried to invade my Facebook feed like a hundred times. I'm like, no, I'm not watching this fucking no. thing. But you, you're gonna have to rig roll no me. Facebook. <laughs> you have to rig roll. Me. You can have to rig roll me to get it. Uh, I won't even watch deleted scenes. I will watch nothing about. What's this new episode eight trailer? <laughs> no. Oh, damn it, they might get me with that one. But no, because I'm gonna wait for the theaters to watch the. I won't even watch that on like YouTube. Hey Mike, yeah. look at this this two humped enus penis animation we drew for you. <laughs> Oh god damn it! <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> you just kind of went. Yeah, I, are the pain meds fading? Pain meds. No, I, I took another one. Oh, so hey man, you guys, let me tell you about this hobo book listen, I read. That, uh, it's real chill hobos, right? And then there's a hobo mafia. Um, that's actually the, the part of it. Mafia. Yeah, that was part of it. I forgot to mention. There's hobo mafia. <laughs> Hobo Mafia. Hobo Mafia. Yeah. Okay. And it, and it wasn't like Satan. It was spray tan. So you just kind of <laughs> left out a few. I don't think hobos really need the spray tan. <laughs> if anything, they just rub some dirt on it. Just rub some dirt on it. <laughs> and that's Eleanor and the Egret. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank goodness. Uh, it's a pretty book. Eleanor it is very does. pretty. Yeah. It, is, yeah, it reminded well, me of Prof- Professor Layton. Oh my god! I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, uh, it it reminds me of what a Professor Layton comic would be if you yeah. ever played the Nintendo DS Professor Layton yeah. games, which were beautiful. I love those. Mm-hmm. How about the new Riverdale ongoing? Okay. Yeah, it is. It it's, is okay. It's, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, although it does have that uh, that scene with Betty. Betty in that tiny, 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 tiny outfit. Right, like. <laughs> Cheryl's trying to punish her and get her to leave the squad. Who who you punishing, Cheryl? Ain't nobody punished right now. <laughs> no. That's good. That's good stuff. Why would Cheryl's they not- punishing herself. Cheryl's like, oh, damn it. Now I'm feeling inadequate. <laughs> Why would they not put that in the actual episode? Cause the- I don't know. Yeah. Because right. girl. Because right. girl. I mean, they got so a problem these- showing her in her underwear. So Thank fuck you. it. These comics take place between, in- between episodes. Yeah. Right. So. Or even just in some cases between scenes. Like that whole Betty thing. She's in it's the, the same episode where she tries to get into yes. the cheer squad yeah. and gets accepted. So that's this, true. It's, it's between scenes, even. Yeah. yeah. It was interesting, is kind of like if you were super into the show, yeah. 
and you wanted to know everything about it, this would be a good yeah. pickup for you. It's a lot of fun. It's not necessary to follow the show. No, no not at all. No, but, and I, I probably won't keep getting yeah, this one just because it didn't it didn't really add anything to it. Yeah. Other than apparently Archie saw Jason under the water. Yeah. Well, I or is that a yeah. dream? I didn't. Uh, no. I didn't trust that. Do you think he really saw I him? I think underwater he really did, and then didn't say uh, anything. Well, timeline. Well, he I, was timeline. I don't think it could have been because he went out for the football team after they found Jason's body. He was already on the football team. Was he? He yeah. was already on the football team. Yeah. 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 Okay. When Never Jason, mind then. they were both on then there together. He may have seen his body. Yeah. yeah. No, because that was the newbies hazing thing that they were doing with the swimming. Yeah. And he did it twice, so he was tired and delirious. All right, so maybe and freezing. So maybe he did. I don't know. That yeah. was like, that was an interesting scene in the book. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. real quick, Little Archie came out this week. Um, <laughs> I gotta read that. It is adorable. Um, the best thing about it is Jughead and his Burger Tree. <gasps> Burger Tree. Yes. I mean. No, <laughs> I have no it shot. Yeah. I have no shot at reading that. I mean, it is it is a, it is one hundred percent adorable. That I, is I mean, I like, I, there are things that I like that are cute, and I don't think this is one of them. And if you want to get, well, you haven't read it. If you want to give I I a comic to a kid, it is the same people who do like Tiny Titans and right, yeah. right, right, some right. of those books. So it is a kid friendly book. Cool. Uh, it's a one shot. Who knows if they'll pick it up for an ongoing? But it's it's fun. It's cute. Um, <laughs> all new Wolverine number nineteen. Ooh, we got new art going. No, we? we have some yeah. new art. Laura's got some new digs. Yep, she's got herself one of those X Force suits. <laughs> it's not called that, but I can't not see it as that. You're not. You know what? Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. You're not Gabby wrong. was freaking hilarious on this Gabby. one. Of course, Gabby's hilarious. She's great. I, I love her mask, where it looks like it's like four T. It, yeah. like it looks like the round mouth thing. Ah! <laughs> love it. It's like if a kid designed her own suit. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's too bad that you're not reading this one. I know, I'm not. It's really good. This is a good jumping on point, actually. Yeah. I want to go back to the beginning. I'd go back to the first issue of this, I guess. I almost think you'd be better off just jumping on. The first arc is the slowest part of the series. Yeah. You could could start it where I started. Yeah, Yeah, the second one. Yeah. But you could also jump. We have all of them. We have them, so it doesn't matter. Right. Right. Okay. Um... You also get a little bit of Ironheart. In yeah. This issue. Yep. I have liked her in all the other books that she's been in, but I haven't read her book. I can bring issues sometime if you want them to read. I don't know. Is it like? Is it? Is it good? Is I she as it. good in her own series as she is in others? I like her a lot. It gets a little bit into her backstory. Yeah. Um, gets into like her father died her stepfather died she tends to lose people and that's part of why she has sort of gone into her own world of building things but also why she wants to help so it gets into some of that uh the last arc is her and pepper Potts, and that was a lot of fun adorable yeah um it also deals a little bit with the fallout of where tony's consciousness is after civil war ii so there's a little bit that's not her. I yeah. love him as AI. Yeah. I oh, love it. Yes. Well, that's a lot of what her book is, is dealing with that, too. Cool. So Okay, then I'll probably... 
check that out. Yeah. Um, and I, I do think it is consistent with how she shows up in other books. Cool. It's not like, say, when Wasp shows up in Avengers and seems very serious. Yeah, she mm. seems like a completely different character. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, anything else on this book? You've got an alien pod crashes to Earth and starts spreading this virus so they contain an I- shield contains the island it lands on yeah. and... Laura's got a brief window of time to try to save everyone, save everyone, figure out what's going on. And the dying words of the alien who was in this pod were Laura Kenny. Yes. Yeah. But it starts out with Laura and Gabby on a, on a ship. Yep. (laughs) Trying to infiltrate. Trying to be very, very sneaky until they are completely eliminated. Gabby and her, her comment (laughs) about the suit. You like the suit, didn't you? Tell me. Go ahead. Say it. Say it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say it. Say it. Go ahead. Come on. (laughs) It's better to not get shot all the time. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Funny how that works. Yes. Uh, I love this book so much. Also, I really enjoyed this week's Hawkeye. Oh my gosh. This this was probably my favorite book this week. Yeah. So this is um, Jessica Jones comes out and uh, she is uh, on a case, but her the, the following it leads her out to, uh, I guess they're in Hollywood, right? Yeah. In LA, LA. right? <clears throat> and so uh, she ends up. Uh, you know, partnering up with uh, Kate Bishop, with Kate Bishop, and it is absolute because Kate takes it as completely as a oh, I'm going to learn so much from hanging out with Jessica. So she starts making these notes: Jessica tip number one, Jessica Jones tip number two, and they are wonderful. And despite the lies on the cover, the art in this issue is Michael Walsh, whose mm-hmm. stuff I always love. Yeah. It's really, really good. <laughs> I want to see if I can find it. There's one of my favorite where, where Jessica says something about. Is she quote of the week? No, no, it is yeah. not. But she says something about like, oh, shit. <laughs> and it's Jessica Jones tip number eight. Shit. <laughs> sounds about right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I would. Love an ongoing that is the two of these characters oh, paired up. This would be wonderful. Yes. Like, can we just have a superhero PI book that is the two of them fighting crime and snarking? Yes. <laughs> We're going undercover. You don't need to bring your arrows. Snarsky and Hutch. I told you my arrows would be useful. So you did. So you did. <laughs> uh, yes. Wonderful, wonderful yeah. book, and she uh, and it's going to continue in the next issue. So yeah, yeah. Uh, a book that I read and liked, Royals, and I read and like. I don't hate it, and yeah. there's some things that I do like about it. Yeah, it, I don't think it's for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, and Jen read it too, and we talked yeah. about this before. Like, yeah. I can't argue with any of the criticisms you guys have. I think they're all completely valid. I like enough of narratively what Ewing is doing here, mm-hmm. just the basic setup of the book, that, that, which is what I like. Yeah, I'm interested to see where it goes. Like, I'll probably give this another issue or two, okay, um, or at the very least get it in trade, but probably floppies. Um, I've liked what Ewing's been doing on other high concept books lately, like Ultimates. I really enjoy, and he's writing it. Um, 
And here's the, it really is kind of a balancing thing in that I love the setup and the premise of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the characters themselves are not characters that I've ever been invest, heavily no, invested in. me neither. In. Um, the art, while beautiful, yeah. to me does not fit these characters in this story. And I agree with you there. I yeah. think, <coughs> I think... Because this is John Boy Myers on art, mm-hmm. who sort of abruptly left, or I don't know what the story was there, right. but uh, suddenly was not on Teen Titans. Correct. Um, despite having been solicited past where he was on it. Yeah, so something happened. Um, my guess is maybe he joined this book kind of suddenly and just, I don't know, maybe the two haven't worked together. You know, Ewing doesn't know or hasn't sort of worked out how to write for his art. He hasn't because you've got to do that when you're. Yeah, it's not even it's not. I don't even think, though, it's it's the art's wrong for the story. I I think the art's wrong for the characters. Mm -hmm. And that's again. And, you know, I've expressed on the show how for me, superheroes, there's some art for me that doesn't work with some superhero and that kind of thing. Yeah, I get Um, it. And then the last thing is they're they're setting up the story, and I think it tries a little bit too hard, which, as you said, could be probably forgiven in that it's a first issue. Yeah. Just so on that balance, to me, I don't think there's enough there that is in the story that's going to outbalance the, the, the three or four things that I'm yeah. just not crazy about. Well, then we'll see. Yeah. I, you, it could maybe it could, that yeah. goes that way, and, and it could be that the, the story gets really, really good, and it's worth it. And I end up picking this up yeah. in trade or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I did dig it, so. And I was lukewarm. Yeah. So it could just be a matter of different taste. Could be. Could be different strokes for different blokes. Uh, that's in the humans. Let's talk X Men. X Men Gold. Uh, X Men Gold. I felt like I was reading. Well, I, I want to say that, but in a, it felt like an old eighties X or you know early eighties mid eighties X Men, but it wasn't really but written that way. Good and updated. Yeah, yeah. good well, and updated. That's why I said felt that way. Didn't yeah. read that way. It had the that roots. Made sense. Yeah, it had the roots. It's it's the storm line in it. I think it was Storm's line uh, to the effect of. Something's changing. We're starting to act like heroes again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think there's, in a lot of ways, I think that's probably this book's mission statement is a lot of the X books for the last few years, certainly as long as I've been reading, have been more about internal politics and internal divisions. And it goes back further than that, at least to to schism and to what led to Wolverine and Cyclops splitting the team and going their own ways. Right. Um, it, I think, was compounded by the whole let's pit the Inhumans against the X-Men and the X-Men are all coming at it from different angles kind of thing. Yep. Um, and I do think something has been lost by not letting the X-Men be heroes. It's why I think it's why that uncanny X-Force run that I like so much works is because even though they're in morally gray areas right. and even though they're making sometimes really just shitty calls, they're still doing it 
to try to save the world and mm-hmm. not just themselves. Which uh, that was yeah. always that was always the root of the exit. They were always yeah. viewed as kind of borderline criminals and ticks, you know, terrorists and that. Yeah. But like what they were doing was going out to do things to save people. Yeah. They they were heroes. They just weren't always viewed that way. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes in those conditions, you do have to fight to save yourself. Sure, sure. But from a narrative standpoint, just it's been a while since we've seen them do this. Mm-hmm. I really like this. Does have my quote of the week? <laughs> and it's uh, Ryan's quote of the week. Go go. It's, uh, it's it's Rachel <laughs> Rachel Gray saving my voice and, for next week. <laughs> and she's she's talking. She's like, please, Asako. It's Rachel or Prestige, if you prefer. New code name, yeah, Kitty's idea. Color me surprised. That girl changes code names the other way. The way other people change socks. <laughs> yeah, and there are a lot of Kitty little pie. nods like that to history yes. throughout. Mm-hmm. Ariel, Sprite, Shadow Cat. Yes, I liked her comment about that time she was mind controlled by ninjas. Yes, <laughs> mind controlled by ninja demons. Yes. Um, there's also, and you mentioned this before we were recording. There's before we were recording. There's kind of a history lesson oh. in the back of the book. Do you want to mention it? Yeah, I do. So uh, yeah, after after the story, uh, there's two, three, four. We're all, five, it's about five or six pages. We're all about supporting documentation. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's about six pages of just basically little narration yeah. boxes with panels, panels with pictures, orders, right? Yeah. And but basically, it literally kind of gives a very Obviously, it's done in six pages. Brief history of where the X-Men started and how they got to where they're at now. And as someone who read X-Men for a long, 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 long time, you know, probably three-fourths of this I knew. Yeah. And then, But then that gap that w- where I had quit, I got to see what happened, you know, where, where – uh, Logan, you know, where Wolverine fell out, when Kitty Pride left, how the split, how all that kind of stuff, yeah. you know, where Scott, uh, Cyclops – kind of went to the other side and became a villain and mm-hmm. that whole thing. So it, it does a great job of catching you up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I love seeing Kitty leading the team. Oh, I do too. She's really good yeah. at it. Um, and I don't know if we talked about this on the episode when X-Men Prime came out, but I know you and I talked about it, Jen. The what You, you can't do that. You don't get to do that of oh, X-Men Prime. Yeah, yeah they kind of... They kind of solved their little issue, kind of, yeah. um, about having the mansion in Central Park. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How the hell is she going to get $18 million? Uh, better call Angel and see if he still has his trust fund. Oh, that's good, yeah. The Xavier Memorial Fund? I don't know. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, I know how Wolverine funded the school. I love that, like, after that, after she gets presented with this huge bill for land tax and all that other stuff... She's just, like, sitting at a desk like she's going to figure this shit out. <laughs> what? Oh, if I move some numbers around, I might just come up with $18 million out of thin air. Wait, to you be guess, fair. That's how you guys pay your bills? <laughs> yeah, it is, actually. If they can cut out one wrecked X-Jet a month. <laughs> that's fair. They've got it covered. There you go. Very true. Um, Wolverine paid for his school uh, by going on intergalactic gambling trips. <laughs> So I know Kitty's kind of cold on space at this point, but that's always an option. Yeah. There you go. Or tell Rocket, hey, go still steal me some money and you can have 20%. Yeah, that would work. Rocket would do her solid. Oh, sure. 
I enjoyed this a lot. Yes. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Very, very I'm, much. I'm happy am, to be back to some X-Men. All yeah. on board with this, yes. All right, one more. <laughs> one more, then we get to go to Is It Still Good? Okay. Kim Reaper. Kim Reaper. This is a new book by Oni Press. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah Gray. I guess it's Grayley. Yeah. And uh, I th- what, three of us read this now? Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. You have to. It's. It is. It. it the first page put me on because it is not what I expected it to be from reading the solicitations. But uh, once I was like, okay, you know what? So it's going to be something different. I'll. Mm-hmm. I'll. You know, look forward to something else. Like, it, it's kind of. It, this is the adorable that I yeah. like. I found myself looking at it through the lens of different cartoons. Mm-hmm. Like a little bit of, of, and this may just be the Grim Reaper angle, but like Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Billy and Mandy, yes, I could see that. Um, the not Kim, but the other main character who is uh, trying to ask Kim out, Becky. Becky, Becky yes, um, reminds me a little bit of Mabel Pines's more oh, I boy crazy that. moments. Oh yeah, I could totally see that. Yeah, especially with the like big eyes. And, yeah, and the hearts and the pupils yeah. and the yeah. Um. And the dreamy, unrealistic expectations about things. <laughs> yeah. And yes. Uh, I enjoyed this a lot. This is so goofy and so easily, I think, not a lot of people's cup of tea. Oh, I could, I yeah, really I, could, I could easily see people not yeah. caring for this. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I did not. Yes. Yeah. I did There's not. a reason we can easily see people not caring for yeah, it. Yeah, because I didn't. I, I And I do, like, I think that it was intended to be in the vein of those cartoons, like Steven Universe, all that. Yeah. But for me, things like that are about 90% performance. Sure. And there's no performance on this, so yeah. it's really hard that. to get behind just the, just the art and cutesiness. I can buy that. That Plus, makes sense. Becky gets on my nerves. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay. That's fair. I didn't see that coming, but that's fair. I can easily see that. Yeah. So, did you you like the villain that was set up in this one? I did like the villain. (laughs) I thought you might like that part. I did. (coughs) Sorry. Um, You can just wait till he goes to sleep. I'm going to drink energy drinks and stay awake forever. (laughs) I will say his... Boss form reminded me a little bit of... Who's is that? I don't know. Whose phone is that? Is that your phone? No. no. I have my phone in my hand. It it's not me. I'm on airplane. It may be mine. Um, I'm on call. Oh, yeah, it might have been. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Brian. For once, it's not Mike. No, I'm on silent, <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, where was I going? Uh, oh, it reminded me a little bit of Squirrel Girl. Oh, yes. There is an yes. issue of Squirrel Girl in which she does uh, build herself a giant suit of squirrels. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's a squeaky chair. That chair's about to fall on me. I think. I <laughs> Look, you, you I have know, reached I, your quota I for breaking chairs. I understand. In this house. If, a, if a chair breaks, I have to buy the new one. I understand this. <laughs> But if Brian breaks a chair in the woods, and there's he no- still has to buy a new one. Okay. The answer to that is yes. Everybody would hear it because <laughs> I would go, "Oh shit!" <laughs> so loud. My work clothes back there. Is that it? Yeah, it's lit up. 
<laughs> so once, once again, Mike. Mike is blaming everyone else for his own phone. God damn it. <laughs> well, you know what time it is. I told you like two minutes ago. Yeah, it's time, for, it's is it time for Is It Still Good, right? Yeah. Hey, Mike. Yes. Baltimore, the Red Kingdom. Is it still good? It is still good. It's. It would make a great fucking movie, and I know it probably will never be, but it it is real fun and just creepy, creepy, creepy fucking book. I love it. I'm going to go back and pick these up. It's really fun. And just, God. There's just so many things here, and, and everything's happening at a breakneck pace because it's a war, but you just wish he would take some time and explore some of the side things. I, I love this book. Remind me, yeah. is this one explicitly in the Hellboy universe, or is it just... I don't think so. Nothing okay. has been referenced to it. It may tie in at some point, but uh, so far, none of that has appeared in this book. Because I'm about to, I think, finally take the plunge into reading through the backlog in and of itself that is Hellboy. Hellboy. Yeah. Oof. Um, that's a, I've hef- had that that's first, a hefty uh, undertaking there. I've had that first trade sitting on my shelf for ages, and I know once I do, there's no going back. No, I think you're going to love it. I'm sure I will, because I've loved everything else I've read right. that he's done. Yeah. But it, so, no, the world's kind of fucked in this one, so I don't think this would be a Hellboy universe book. Okay. Uh, what's next? Aquaman. Aquaman's next. Aquaman is still good. Mm-hmm. Um, this arc is taking kind of a horror capsule episode. It does, yeah. Tone, which has led me to a realization. I need someone like Scott Snyder or Joe Hill oh. to take over Aquaman at some point and write Aquaman as a straight-up horror book. That would about, be interesting. About, like, yeah, like things yeah. from under the sea that, yeah. yes. Holy cow, this that would be This kind of underwater yeah. eldritch horror book. That would be really, really cool. And I think either of them could do it and do it well. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are others, too, but they're the first two to come to mind. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> oh. That's oh. what we need. I think he's got to fight maybe, Godzilla. Maybe Joe Ch- <laughs> Up from I the want, depths. I want Joe Chill to write a Dead Man series. Joe, Joe Hill or Joe Oh, Chill? I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, y'all, I'm Dead Man. What's up? I'm Dead Man. Joe I killed Bruce Wayne's father and his mother. Her name was Martha. That's just something I say to people right before I kill them. I can't believe I said that. That's Joe hilarious. Chill. That's great. An intentional comedy. I Joe know. Chill writing Batman. That would be funny. Oh my god! I mean, kind of I'm did. a giant fucking bat. I'm a fucking idiot. Stupid man. Oh, I fell off a building. And I'm dead. End of story. Somebody shot me. I should have let Gabby design my costume. I need a universe where he just where Joe Chill writes fan fiction about Batman. Yes. Of every. Everything. He, they could write anything. It would be great. It's going to be called Jackass He Wrote. <laughs> the Adventures of Batman and Three or Four Robins. <laughs> oh, I'm 
almost all of whom have been dead at some point. Uh, yes. <laughs> somehow, somehow that's even better than the idea I was trying to pitch, which was you know, hill riding dead man. Yeah, so hill riding dead man would be fantastic. Yeah, I, would read that. I would also okay. read Joe Chill riding dead. Yeah, exactly. I, I still want Tom King on dead man though. Oh. Tom King on dead man would be good. Uh, all good. Yeah. All good. Okay, uh, Brian. Yes. Tell me about Deathstroke. Oh, Deathstroke. Uh, so we're continuing the whole uh, uh, Deathstroke trying to – like I'm not, I'm not even sure what his goal is. He's still blind. He's still blind. Um, Power Girl has been helping him out and right. then dies and he seeks revenge for her. Uh-huh. Not 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 Kara. Okay. Star, no. Okay. Not, not okay. That, that the other. Yeah. Yeah. But I yes. did phrase it that way just to get a reaction yeah. from you. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Thanks yeah. for that pom, asshole. Pom pom hair. Power girl. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I can't get over Deathstroke going blind. I mean, <laughs> yes. He's been stroking you, for so long. It was inevitable. Yes. They warned him. They warned. I was not teasing you. In the next Jade. arc, actually, he becomes a werewolf. Oh, good. Yeah, he gets really hairy palms. Hairy palms, palms yeah. <laughs> good. Blind werewolf. That's awesome. I, I do love Would how a blind he... werewolf still change at a full moon? Yeah. Do they have to see the full moon? No. No, no they just have to, like... It's the, it's like the ocean tides. It pull, it's a pull, yeah. somehow, of mystical... Uh, okay. Yeah. But he does have a puppy. Does he? Oh, yeah. Does he really have a puppy? has a puppy. Oh, yeah. See? Power Girl gives not, him a look. puppy. I cannot think of... Oh, that's so cute, though. <laughs> but I cannot puppy. think of anybody... No, less... it's a police attack dog. Is what it is. <laughs> he does understand the command Awful. sick balls. He looks like... He does. Yeah. It's I mean, my I favorite. Uh, given what he does understand and do, yeah. I would have to assume that, yes, sick balls yeah. would be... Why does Slade look like Aquaman at a rave? Um, because he's wearing the icon suit right now. Yes. Oh, yes, okay. a suit designed in the nineties by Doctor Icon. Yes, okay. which and that's specifically part of the story that's going because yeah. he's not actually Deathstroke right now. He is Twilight. He's Twilight. Oh okay. Lord, yeah, boy, no, the, really missing this well, book, y'all. No, 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 no he's it, pretend, it, like, It's no, it's great. He's it, pretending <laughs> to be a superhero because Power Girl has been like so cool to him, and he knows she's a superhero, right? And he doesn't want her to find out who he really is. Correct. Okay. So it's like it's like part of the story that still he's a better love story than Twilight. Schlocky villain with this crazy suit. Yeah, that, that's part of the whole thing. Because okay. Yeah, I don't remember. Sure. Anyway, it's still good. Still good. Still okay. good. All right. Uh, how about the fall and rise of Captain Adam? Um, this one's uh, getting interesting. They they finally moved into the story where beyond kind of the setup part of it. Okay. And so they're into um, what's going on and and how, the repercussions of him coming forward in time and the how his past life is playing out now. Wait, this is Captain Adam and not Hawkman, right? Correct. Okay. Yes. But, you know, he's jumped through time a couple of times. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, Green Arrow. Uh, This is more... Actually, uh, this is him and uh, uh, Arsenal, and they kind of wrap up their... I I don't want to say they're, like, all friendly again, but it... Resolves. It moves past the kind of petty bickering yeah, that's the, that yeah, characterizes the, the relationship. That's the best way to put it is it moves past that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's good. That's a good thing. That is a good that's thing. That's a very good thing. I have not read this, but I can tell you that's a very good thing. It, it is, indeed. Uh, Green Lanterns, I did read, and it is still good. Uh, I really love this Dr. Polaris. Arc. I, love the, I love this version of Dr. Yeah. Polaris, yes. 
like he is Dr. bordering Dr. on actually <laughs> being tragic. Yes. Which is better than just mustache twirling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like the way they're building this sort of subtle parallel between Dr. Polaris and his brother and uh, oh. uh, uh, Simon. Simon and his yep. well, brother-in-law. But Yes. Yeah. Which makes me wonder if Simon's going to do the same thing for his brother. Well, you know, Simon did like pull. I know that's what I mean. Brother, oh, oh, for Doctor Polaris's brother. <laughs> yeah, I wondered that too. Yes. Um, I also think there's a. I really loved the moment early on with uh, uh, Jessica while Simon was sort of paralyzed in fear. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jessica doing her thing. So it's still a great book. Yeah. Look, this I one, wasn't even. I was looking at my phone. I wasn't looking. Yeah, you were looking. You give me the look. I, I looked at my yeah, phone. You would give me the look. <laughs> I had not reached that point yet. This one was, I talked about Baltimore for like half yeah, an okay, hour. So. And this one honestly was on the bubble where it almost made the regular the regular chunk anyway because yeah, yeah, there's so right. much going on here. Yes. Okay. Um, keep going. Shade the Changing Girl. This book was messed up this week. <laughs> so good it was really good it was bordering i told Alex it was bordering on me not being able to follow it but i, I mean i could yeah but like which i really liked i liked yeah. that i was having and i think that the one thing that threw me a lot is there's a lot of uh where they'll do part of the poem mm-hmm. and then there's some dialogue and another piece of the poem and part yeah. of the dialogue and that was like i, I don't necessarily enjoy that disjointed i'll be honest of the poem and they've been doing but, this throughout the series i've gotten in the habit of Sort of skipping the rainbow balloons. There you go. And then reading and then them back. at the page turn. That's kind of what I started doing. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a guest artist on this issue, Marguerite Savage, who's mm-hmm. done some other work for DC and other places. She does uh, issues of bombshells occasionally. Yep. Um, I really like her layouts here. They're I do too. Less panel driven and a lot looser. Yeah. Well, there's just some flowy things yeah. that happen that are like, ooh, that, and there's madness. I love it. Yeah. And, and we get a we get a reminiscent vision, version of uh, Rack Shade. Yeah. In this, which is kind of cool. And uh, you get a carry moment. Yes. Oh. Oh yeah. Which is going to have is basically going to move this book past dealing with. The, the high school high school baggage yeah. and into sort of a new phase. Yes. So I'm looking forward to that. Me too. And there's a backup drawn by Dan Parent. Yes. Yeah. Of Archie fame. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's next? Darkness Visible, Brian. Is it still good? Uh, it is. The, the, I, the, I'm going to be super quick about this, but this <coughs> is a super different issue. Like they kind of they kind of step out of telling the story that they had been and tell this story uh, that's from the past of the basically the Demon Queen and Winston Churchill <laughs> and how so the, Margaret the, Thatcher and Winston the Churchill. deal the deal that gets made to uh, the, so for the demons to come into the world. Cool. So, yeah. Jen. Yeah. Tell me about this week's Paper Girls. This week's Paper Girls was so good. We have more of um, Cage and what's her name trying to find the other two. Mm -hmm. And we find out that they're how the hockey stick got where it got. (laughs) Yes. Um, Yeah, we had a conclusion to a wrap up of that piece of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and but even in true Paper Girls fashion, even though we now know technically how that got there, we still don't know if it being there is actually in the long term the right call. Correct. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and they even sit there and question yeah. it. They're like, I don't know. If we don't do I this, then we don't so come here. Yeah. Yeah. It, but was it was really, we really want to meet? <laughs> it was really, really good. In the back, Keep reading it. Something like a contest if you could translate what the three men were saying. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty good. But that could be fun. Uh, Avengers number six, still good. Uh, and acknowledges the point one issues that have been running. Does it? I was going to ask if that's, that's, that's ever tie in. That, that sequence at the very end. Um, I don't know that this is really a spoiler. It's the but, giant man piece of it? Is that what you're talking well, about? Well, no. Um, if, if you want to go in totally blind, jump forward like a minute. Okay. Uh, at the end of the issue, after they have kind of resolved this arc with Kang, uh, okay. there's a crypt that appears in the basement that yes. says, here lies Avengers X, the yes. greatest of us all, or right. whatever. Um, Avenger X is the character who was the villain in those point one issues that were set in the past. So it sounds like by my read of it, at least is by fighting Kang in the way they have and, and making the choice they did and making the choice they did. They have had the unintended consequence of this retcon story, right? Coming into existence. It's this also weird. It's this almost weird meta moment of playing with time caused the retcon, right? Which, which is which a very totally can happen thing to do. because those the, some of those heroes were in this story yeah. and the, right yeah so totally yeah make actually makes sense that yeah yeah so uh, kind of a really cool way to do what is sort of just a normally editorially bizarre way of handling book numbering nice and setting up new characters who you want to have history now see now on. I'm almost interested to go back and read those point ones <laughs> those point ones are a fun read okay. I will be honest in that I do feel like the execution in this issue is more interesting than actually what. Oh, I would, I would, yeah, yeah, I get that. But it may not hurt to have that knowledge. Okay, it's fun. Yeah, good. Um, Jen, Mm -hmm. tell me about Captain Steve. That Captain Steve. Um, we. Oh God, he. I I think I missed something. Which it probably happened in some of the other books that tie into yeah. this. Yes. Um, with the Red Skull. Uh, Uncanny Avengers. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, he, apparently he got caught and got yeah. his good, good Xavier brain switched out. Oh, cool. That's been going on a long fucking time. Yeah. But that means that Steve can now be around him. Cool. And is. And boy, howdy when he is. And <laughs> not only can he be right around him, he can... Tell him, tell him what the fuck's up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. So we find out that. Now I'm going to guess here that, uh, I don't know, maybe someone loses a head and Steve and a Madam Hydra take his place. <laughs> Cut well, off one head, two more grow back. It's possible. It's, um, no, I'm not saying that doesn't happen. I haven't read it. I'm I don't not saying know. that it does happen either. Some good shit goes down. And you find shit. out that like there are. There are so many plans that you thought were going on that are everything. Everything is being controlled by one single person. All much like in Batman, how we found out like literally everything from the plane and the first issue to everything was part of Bane's. But you find out that everything that's been going on is part of someone's plan. Yeah. I finally went back and read the first Civil War this week Um, because believe it or not, I'd never gotten more than a couple of issues into that. 
Um, I bought it. Like it was one of the first things I bought, and it is not the first comic you want to try to read. No, to get into things, mm-hmm. it's uh, it, it jumps all over the place. It's all over the place. There are so many characters who, like, even now aren't around much. So uh, I'd always just kind of let it gather dust, okay. honestly. But reading it, I'm like. Well, you know, Steve says this here, and you know, if he if he's always been Hydra, then th- th- this really could have been some kind of like reading older stuff. Now I'm sitting there going, "Well, you know, if he were a bad guy, he could easily take advantage of this moment." Yeah, and this, this book really brings some yeah. of that stuff, yeah. and like in. explicitly in that Civil War to the Oath. Where Steve is kind of monologuing right. at Tony, and he mm-hmm. talks about "I've always let you win." Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that mm-hmm. is completely grounded. Like, so it's completely rooted in what actually happened there. I think I said it in the last one. This one even drives it more home. Is I think starting with issue fourteen, if you're going to read Secret Empire, you have to pick this book up. Oh, yeah. yeah, you have to. Yeah, I'm giving you the look. Well, it's yeah, my book. Yeah. It's a good book. Yeah, give, her, give her the look. Don't give me the look. I stopped talking after I said it was good. You're the only one that picks up on the look, though. <laughs> no, I pick up on it. I just don't care. I, I pay more attention. You guys should clock. talk about it if you want to talk about it. Don't put it on. It's still good, though. Sometimes there's not a whole lot to say about what's going on in it so much as just talking about okay. around it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Champions is still good. I will say this, and this is nothing against their design. I think their design is wonderful, and this is the thing I'm supposed to say, but fuck the freelancers. Okay, so I really want to talk about this, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't care. I'm just saying stick to your format. Don't call it lightning round when it goes. We don't. We call it as it's still good. That's right. Yeah, but no, it's still good. Yeah. Uh, well, that's mine to say. It's still good. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's my book, Brian. Okay, fine. Hey, Brian. Children. It was a book. <laughs> Look what I've started. Pale <laughs> Hydra. Hey, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> is Iron Fist still good? Uh, Iron Fist is not only still good. If you like the first one, you're really going to like this one because it is way better than the first book. Still don't think it's like my favorite book of the week or so anything, became but it's good, still good. Is what yeah. you're saying. It kind of did become okay. good, yes. Hey, Brian. Mm-hmm. Jessica Jones, number seven. Very much still good. This is a totally a character book, and it starts dealing with <coughs> and Luke Cage and the fallout from what happened in the first story arc. Cool. Yeah. I'm, I've jumped to trade on this one myself, but I look forward to reading it as such. Yes. Uh, Nova number five, still good. This kind of shifts us into the next phase of Nova. Uh, it gets into Richard Ryder facing having come back from the Cancerverse. So if you are interested in that idea then you definitely want to read this. Spider-Man, still good. Oh, how did I miss that? I don't know, but you did, so... I did miss that. Um, Nightwing. Yeah, I know. Oh. I know. Oh, yeah. No, Jen didn't know what was oh. going on. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man 15, still good. There is a guest artist in this whose art is a whole lot darker than what we've been getting, um, but it kind of works for what's going on after the... It is set after the thwipping in a tree, but before, uh, before. Did I get that wrong? I got that wrong. Oh, but before the spider webs. Spider webs. 
gross. So gross. <laughs> Looks like somebody rolled old man Pritchard's house again. Uh, <laughs> no. And, and suddenly things are sticky in the woods again. I don't know. <laughs> uh, what book was it this week that dealt with people finding porn in the woods? What? What? I read some. Maybe it was one I'm of the. I'm pretty sure that has to be trades. the hobo book, right? That's the no. hobo. It's been one of my trades. Um, <laughs> definitely read a book this week where people found porn in the woods. I don't um, remember that. <laughs> it's so set, it's set after sitting in the tree, but before he actually tells everyone the story of sitting in the tree, it's like immediately when they get back. Uh, there's when they were just K I S S, but yes. not I N G. Some cool. Well, it's. Miles and his dad, so now um, it's, it's some judge. nice downtime between them, <laughs> and then they get home and are trying to figure out how they're going to to keep Miles's mother from figuring out where they've and been. Too late. And she's found like all the evidence and put it together, <laughs> and she's pissed. Um, so it's it's a it's a good issue. Um, Star Wars 30, still good. I could have dealt with like one fewer issues in this arc, but it's, 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 it's a fun read. And Nightwing is also me. So I guess we have an Alex's corner for yeah, once here. That's cool. Uh, I continue to love Nightwing. I appreciate that Professor Pig in this was not quite as uh, nauseating as he normally is. There you go. Which is why Brian wanted me to talk about this one I this did. week instead of him talking about it. Um, <laughs> I actually really liked kind of the way they built the dialogue and the sort of shifting uh, tangents that he would follow through. Yes. Like, I really liked that dialogue structure for him. Agreed. Um and I did think it was funny because I just, I guess, earlier this week listened to our episode for the last issue yeah. of where Alex says something about, and you find out that it's not who you thought. It's the person that's really behind it is Professor Pig. And then you find, and then you find out he has a patron. <laughs> yes. Oops. Maybe not. In the library with a candlestick. <laughs> one plus two plus two plus one or one plus one plus two plus one. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what we said. Yep. <laughs> All right. Spit click. Long box book report. That is uh, me Alex. this week. Alex. Yes. That's right. Which Long grants me immunity next week, which I'd have had anyway. Cause, yes. You know, I get it. Yeah. It's, it's on me. Yes, it is. So yeah. I had Wonder Woman number 13, <laughs> which belongs to week five of the Millennium event. <laughs> And is also in Wonder Woman's ongoing part four of Challenge of the Gods. <laughs> Oops. So, um, Mike, fuck you too. <laughs> See? Yes. Uh, in terms of, I mean, fortunately, it's an old enough book that, like, the events of this book are contained and quick enough that yeah, yeah, yeah. without context, like, as an issue, you can follow it. I have no clue, really, what the fuck is going on outside this of is, this it. This is the Perez book, stupid. right? Yeah, this yeah. is Perez and Lin yeah. Wayne. Uh, the best thing about it is Lin Wayne's art. Yeah. It, um, it, it's 
it was okay. The whole millennium, whatever the thing is, was pretty yeah. stupid to be honest. Yeah. Though. It was one of well, it, it was one of another once, big event. Once DC figured out that crossovers were a cool thing to do, yeah, it's like oh, let's make this thing a crossover. Let's make Rocket Red. And yeah, I actually whatever. get the sense, and the more things change, the more they stay the same. Uh, this really had very little to do, probably, with actually Millennium. The extent yeah. to which it is tangent right. to that yes. is at some point one of the gods has to go pull. Diana from hanging out with the Justice League. Right. And they're like, where'd she go? And Haldron's like, I don't know, but if she left, I'm sure it's important. Yeah. Yeah. There's these, they're like the tie in would be like three panels, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Followed by a hostess fruit pie. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There were no, 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 there were no hostess None? Ads, no. Hostess, no. Yeah. So I quit reading comics. A lot of video game ads. Um, <laughs> Atari and television. It was fine. Like I say, the art was the best thing about it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. There's not, not much to say. Not right. a whole hell of a lot to say. But I could use a D four if someone has a D four. No, oh, doesn't don't matter. Need it. I don't need it. Oh right. I'm I gonna. Don't. It's mine. We're forcing Mike to do it. Yes. <laughs> Mike's Mike's last oh. long box. Sorry. Um. No, I'm, I'm going to come on and only do long box with reports from now on. Okay, cool. That's fine. Sure. <laughs> I thought trading places, right? Isn't it? <laughs> now, All Jen, right. when you edit, feel free to uh, put the sad Hulk walking into the distance music right here. <laughs> oh, this is awful. Yay! <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> and and what did you get, Mike? Oh, I oh, got it. Hang on. I, I just need to see that ad on the back. I don't care what the front is. Um... Oh, I thought that said Brexit for a moment. Brexit. It says Brent. I don't know who Brent is, but he looks like he belongs to Flock of Seagulls. Well, this was in the 80s, so. He looks like, uh, actually, he looks like, uh, it was uh, uh, Tubbs, Tubbs, and, Tubbs and Crockett. Oh, Miami Vice? Yeah, he looks yeah. like Tubbs in Flock of Seagulls. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, guy wearing it's no shirt. Flock of Seagulls, you bitch. <laughs> no shirt. A uh, white jacket and white pants with actually hair very much like After Diana's. <laughs> hair very much like Diana's in this issue of Wonder Woman. So now I'll tell you what it is. It is from Warp Graphics, number seven of A Distant Soil. Warp Graphics, aren't they? They're the ones that did Elf Quest, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I believe so. And uh, so I don't, I don't even remember. But this dude. Just based on their poses alone. <laughs> Just based on the poses. I'm going to guess they're not into women. <laughs> wow. That's oh, you know what this is? Yeah. Right. Uh, Colleen Doran writing this book. Do you remember her? Why don't Frequent I know collaborator of Neil Gaiman. Yes. So this is a sci-fi book, but oh my God. <laughs> But oh my god! Oh my god! Well, we, we so look forward to hearing about this, Mike. <laughs> so so much, so much. They they apologize for not stocking back issues. <laughs> I don't know what year this is. Hold on. Oh, nineteen eighty five. Wow. The the this is Miami Vice. This yeah, is the Miami Vice. It is, case. and it was. This is when if you were a small, if you weren't DC or Marvel, basically, maybe. Maybe Dark Horse at that point, but like any other was a super, super small press publisher and you didn't do anything in color. Everything was black because yeah. you can afford it. Yeah. Ooh, there's some butts. Ooh. 
It's I am black intrigued. and white. It's black and white. Yeah. This is seven years after Star Wars. No. Yeah, eight years after eight Star years. Wars. So yeah. you can imagine that. Oh, oh. Oh, my. Oh, my. Got oh. some good black and white sex going on with huh. something that's got a little tail on it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if I remember correctly, this book is about um, uh, spacefaring civilization that travels great distances to dump its shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Yeah. So it's a distant soil link. Yeah, a distant soil. Yeah, that's what they do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hyper-flush drive. Is any of it Lorenzo's? <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm looking forward to reading this because I don't think I've ever read it, even though I got it in college. I'm that's pretty hilarious. sure out of the dollar box. Oh, wait, it has a backup story called PandaCon. So I'll report on that as well. (laughs) That's what I'm excited about. Well, uh, before we wrap up, clearing the backlog hit a milestone. Actually, it will hit the milestone tomorrow, which is Monday. So theoretically, the day this episode comes out. Theoretically. Theoretically. (laughs) If if Pegleg over here has time to edit. Oh, I think I'm going to have plenty of time. Yeah. Do you want me to edit this week? No, she's got, she's got to run out and do errands, Mike. Yeah. Um, I'm going to leave the house today. But right, the no, April 10th nothing, installation get crazy. is the 100th clearing the backlog. Nice. Nice. Nice, nice. Um, it will be Marjorie Lou and Sana Takeda's Monstrous. Which you should go read. It's very good. It's very pretty, and it's very good. I'm not falling for your trick anymore, sir. Alex, so I bought this, God, probably three three or four months ago. I think after I said the art's so pretty, flipped through it next time And, like, I flipped through it, and the art was so beautiful, I, like, bought it right then. I still haven't read it, and now it's like, oh, no, you got got to read this. (laughs) Um, It reminded me, and I don't say this in in the right, but it reminded me of... Like 20 hours into a really good RPG, the amount of world building that has gone on. Uh, 20 hours, you say? Well, that means you've got a sense of what's going on. Like no, no, five, it's, it doesn't take you that long to read it. That's yeah. not what he's saying. Oh, oh. Yeah, no, no, no. no. All right. In five issues, they get, get to where 20 equipment. hours yeah. of RPG in. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right, right on. Um, it doesn't hold your hand, it doesn't condescend. It's, it's, it's really. Really confidently executed. I might go cool. read that today. Um, you also get this week the third volume of Runaways, the last two volumes of Chew, uh, God Killer Walk Among Us. Which oh, how was that? God Killer? Yeah. It is a very well executed book with some amazing art that is super hard to recommend because of just how much it relies on violent sexual encounters. Okay. Hey, no. <laughs> um, okay. And Mike's wheelhouse. <laughs> like, no. My interest is peaked. Like, there is some explicit rape oh. in it. Oh. Like, you don't see it, but, like, that is what is happening. Oh. Like, the... the Kid, the, the the boy who's the main character, like he is, his blood is super pure, so everyone wants a piece of that. Oh, it's well executed, but like I said, hard to. I think it's gonna be hard for a lot of people to stomach. The art's amazing. It's this mixed media thing, but trying so self edit, self edit, self edits. <laughs> uh, Batman, Court of Owls, and City of Owls. Because I always said it too. <laughs> Infinite Loop, which is a cool book. It's the artist behind 
Wasp Elsa Chartier. Oh. Um, only she leans into this kind of, like, her figures, not not her background yeah. so much, but her figures have this kind of Darwin Cook vibe that's super oh. cool. Um, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yeah. So, check those cool. out. I have officially hit the 104 issues of comics read this year, Mark. Um, and I, I tweeted, I don't know if that means I read too many comics or keep too many records. Both? Both. Both, yeah. I think. Yeah, you just keep going. Don't sweat it. Don't, yeah. don't sweat the numbers. You got to think positive, man. You got to count oh, back. I'm, I'm well into the positive. <laughs> <clears throat> That's right. Uh, so, yeah, go. Let me convince you to read books. And then next week is our one-year anniversary. Yes. Our all-musical episode. I'm is looking- it? Fuck yeah, it is. All right, all right. I don't know about the rest of you, but I'm singing every goddamn thing I say. Me too. (laughs) Joy. (laughs) Tune in for the disaster that is. Oh, it's not going to be good. And it's exactly the way I want to go out. So let's do it. Great. Go out not with a whimper, but with a dumpster fire. Oh, distant soil. <laughs> Can you Our imagine what music. I'm going to come up with? Long box. Long box. <laughs> Our theme music is the Spontaneous Opera Union by the Fish Who Saved the Planet. We'd like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. We're available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or TuneIn, or on our website at panelologypodcast.com, or you can also go to follow us on Twitter, read Clearing the Backlog, submit questions, do any of those things. We've never gotten fan art, and I'm a little upset by that. Why have we never gotten fan art? Yeah. Somebody needs to do some fan art. That's the best way to say goodbye to Mike? Yeah. Yeah. We just call it fart. Fan art. (laughs) Fart chart for fan art. Yeah. I send me your farts at M.A. Hayes. God. <laughs> Twit your farts. Um, darling, it's better also, down where it's wetter. Ew. Also, hashtag hard provision. Hard provision. Yes. Hashtag hard provision. Let's get that going. Hashtag Hodgman from Modoc. <laughs> All of those. All of those. I'm going to go hard provision first, though. Yeah. Right after this podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now phase in. Now phase out. That's pretty good. Despite my best efforts, I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. I'm Brian. And I'm almost gone, Mike. We apologize in advance for next week's episode.